0: what is going on everyone my name is Andy welcome back to another FPL video In this one it's some of my final thoughts ahead of the game week 12 deadline and there is a lot to go through injury updates press conference news some of your questions and I'm going to talk about my own team as well so if you enjoyed the video make sure to give it a like hit that subscribe button and help me hit 400,000 subscribers otherwise let's jump into it all right let's start with the latest for Newcastle and see what Eddie Howe has had to say so this is what he said about EZAC Alex is doing well and is working on his fitness levels. We are building up his load and the plan is for him to return after the international break. Now that does sound positive, but any player that's missing game week 12 is surely aiming to be back after the international break because they couldn't possibly return before that, right? So although it sounds positive, we don't know exactly when he's going to be available. Is it going to be game week 13 straight after the break against Chelsea at home? Will it be Man United at home in game week 14, Everton away in 15? We just can't be sure. I guess if a player was going to be out until the end of december or even the start of january you probably would get a time frame like he's going to be out for another month could be two months etc so i think this is positive i just don't know exactly when he's going to be back yet so we'll have to just wait for another update uh, after the break itself on botman i don't think anyone was shocked to see how eddie Howe started talking about him by saying no massive news on sven he went on to say he is progressing well he has been away in the netherlands getting uh, specialist treatment I think he's back here today, so I will chat with him and see how he's getting on. So progressing well kind of tells me maybe I should have slight doubts about how long-term LaSelles will be an option, but getting specialist treatment tells me whatever injury he has or the problem he's got right now, which I think is with his knee, could mean he's out for quite a while. So I'm not quite sure what to make of that. The reason that I'm kind of even worried about it a little bit is because of blank Game Week 18. If you're not free hitting that week, or if you're not wildcarding in game week 19, you are going to need your squad. I don't want to carry Lascelles all the way through and then get to 18 and see that he's not playing because Botman is back. Now, game week 18, let me just check here. I mean, it's still a little while away. I know people are already probably um, not wanting to think about it, but it, it should be part of our plans because it is within the next kind of six, seven game weeks. Uh, Newcastle play on the 23rd of December, right? So it's already the, what is it? 10th of November. You got two weeks off over the international break. It's about another month after that that you're going to want that squad or need that squad. So that's why I'm still not quite sure about sales Without having a definite time frame for maybe how about Botman, I think because of his price, you probably take the risk. Just know at some point you're probably going to have to use a transfer to get him back out again. Uh, and then on Callum Wilson, he said Callum has a tight hamstring. We are doing various tests on him. Uh, We will see how he does this morning before making a decision on the game. Other than that, we have no fresh injuries from the other night. So if you're a Callum Wilson owner, because he's not completely ruled out of the game, you probably keep him because Bournemouth away is pretty good. But you definitely don't buy him. I wouldn't get Ezak, obviously, or Wilson right now. With Gordon, same thing I said on the game week preview yesterday, he might get minutes at nine, that might improve him slightly, but I don't think it's enough where he should suddenly be in your plans if he wasn't before, but at 5.7 million he's a great option, so yeah, Izak back after the break, obviously bottman we don't really know Cannon wilson might make bournemouth otherwise you'd expect he would be fit after the break as well so there's almost no point in talking about arsenal's press conferences because Mikhail arteta never gives us any good information anyway which he's well in his rights to do but it kind of negates the point of having a press conference in the first place this is what he did say uh, the club will take 24 more hours to assess doubts so that's jesus and Ketia, odegaard and Saka. And he also said Saka didn't train yesterday. So that would have been on Thursday. That's all we have to go on. We don't know what the time frame is for those players being back. We don't know if they're major doubts for game week 12 or just minor. We don't know if they've trained today. That is literally all we have to go on. So I can't really be of much use to you. Here is what I would say about each player. Gabriel Jesus, you shouldn't own anyway. We knew he was already injured. And there's just no point holding on to him. So I would definitely sell him if you still got him. And of course, don't buy him. With Nketiah... I don't think you can buy him right that is clear now because one we don't know how long jesus is out for but obviously two and the major one we don't know if nketiah is available for the bernie game this week and he did miss the champions league game he wasn't in the squad whatsoever and also trossard played number nine in that game and played pretty well so it might be that arteta just goes with that again so definitely don't buy nketiah the tricky situation is if you already own him because bernie at home is such a good fixture you obviously want him to play in that game if you've got a good bench I would be tempted to just play Nketiah and hope it's a situation where either he starts in the 11 or he's just not in the squad at all. Obviously there is some risk that he could be on the bench and come on for a one point cameo but I would be tempted to hold him if you've got a good bench especially because after the international break we may although probably not we may get an update about how long Jesus is out for and if he is going to miss a few more games and Inketia is fit then he's still a good cheap option. If you've got no bench and playing Ketty would like put you down to 10 men if he doesn't feature, then maybe you could move him on. But as I've discussed a few times with my own team, there's not a huge amount of players around that price point. I definitely wouldn't buy João Pedro. I'd probably look like, uh, at someone like Edouard at Crystal Palace, or maybe Calvert-Lewin at Everton instead. But at that price point, there really isn't anyone that's guaranteeing you points every single week. With Odegaard, I think he's a sell. He's missed more games than I thought he would. So he's clearly an issue there, right? I don't think he's been just rested or anything like that. Um, maybe he was rested in the Sheffield United game, I guess, but then he only played a few minutes the next game, Then he missed the last one as well against uh, Newcastle. So he hasn't played back-to-back league games now. He should be sold, I think, if you've already got him. I'm going to talk about midfield replacements when I talk about Madison and Spurs. So uh, listen on for that. I won't go through it now. And, then with, and definitely don't buy Odegaard, of course. And then with Saka, I think it's a case of don't buy don't sell and don't captain like if you've already got him there has to be a chance that he's still going to play against burnley it didn't at least from what we've heard so far there's no major issue there yes he hasn't trained and maybe he's a slight doubt for the game but there's been no kind of noise about some big injury that he's got so i think if you own him it's such a good fixture you have probably got to keep hold of him but this would be enough doubts in my mind not to buy him uh, and I definitely wouldn't captain him. There are better options out there that you know are going to start, like Salah, Harland as well, um, and maybe even Son. But we'll talk about Spurs in a minute. So yeah, that's all I can say on Arsenal because I don't have any information to go on. I've got exactly the same information as you. So Jesus, get rid. Don't buy. Inquettia, maybe get rid. Definitely don't buy. Odegaard, I would sell. Definitely don't buy. And then Saka, keep and don't buy. Hopefully that made sense. All right, let's talk about Spurs because there's a lot to discuss here. So the big news that came out of the press conference today is that Van de Ven and Madison are both likely out until January, according to Poster Now, I'll come back onto those two players in a sec. He also said that Richarlison is out for about four weeks. So I suspect there's not too many people watching this that own him, so it's not a big deal. But I guess if you were looking for a cheap midfielder, you got Brendan Johnson at 5.8 million that should see pretty good minutes until Richarlison is back but I still don't think I would go there. I think for an extra 0.3 million, you get Eze, who's absolutely guaranteed minutes, should take penalties as well, all set pieces. So I'd rather spend that bit more, but if you want Brendan Johnson, there's the option. And he also said that Ben Davies is back, which in the grand scheme of things feels very small given who they've lost, but I guess that is another defender to play in that back four. Now on Van der Ven, um, him being out to January is not great whatsoever. He's a big part in terms of how spurs play overall right they've got that high line his recovery pace is really important so that is going to def- uh, dent the defense they're also missing romero for three games and new doggy for one game as well so i don't particularly fancy their chances for a clean sheet in many matches coming up but even wolves away this week is not going to be that easy if you've got pedro Parro, the good news is that he's fine so he should be available to play he's going to take a lot of set pieces as well with madison out Um, so i don't think he's necessarily a rush to sell this week but i do think the chances of spurs getting clean sheets has gone down quite considerably especially for the next three game weeks so don't panic about parry this week unless you've got the luxury to move him out but maybe in the kind of short to medium term he is someone you're going to have to Uh, move on if you've got a i also think he has to go you're missing wolves away then you're getting him back for villa at home man city away and west ham at home it's not that great especially when they're missing uh, van de ven so that's the defense i'm not going to go through defender replacements at this stage maybe it'll come up later on only because i talked about it so much in the game week preview yesterday so if you're looking for replacements go and check that video out with madison This is a huge loss for them, right? He's a big part of the creativity in that Spurs attack. If you own him, he's got to go, right? There's no point in holding on to someone that costs so much when he's going to miss so many game weeks. I'll talk about replacements in a minute. One knock-on effect is what happens to Son now. Because without Madison, there's not someone there to create those chances for him. Now, I think overall this is not a huge negative impact on son i don't think it's great right i would rather as a son owner have madison in the team but they're still going to score goals and he is still going to be their main goal scorer and also there probably was a slight chance i know most people would disagree but a slight chance that madison could have taken the odd penalty i think that son was probably first choice anyway but this kind of cements it now so although i think spurs will be worse overall i I think from an FPL point of view, Son's minutes looking great. No Europe still, obviously, and penalties for sure. I just don't see who else would take them, right? Um, I think he's still a good option. And uh, you could now use this in, as an excuse to get rid of him and pump more money into other positions. And I don't really have a huge issue with that. But that feels like such a luxury move, right? Madison is a worry. they got defensive issues. People aren't sure if Saka's going to start. They're worried about Simikas. You know, maybe worried about Brighton players as well it just feels like there's a lot of issues in some of our teams at the moment Son playing number 9 with penalties probably 80 to 90 minutes most weeks that doesn't seem like a huge problem to deal with so like I said you could get rid of him I'm currently not planning on doing that myself even though the fixtures on paper are not amazing I think in game week 13 when Haaland plays Salah right Man City versus Liverpool you can even argue that Son is still a good captain that week so I would probably keep him with madison i mean the list of replacements is kind of endless because you can stick to his price you can go down in price and have money to spend elsewhere you could shift that money into defense you could put it into the forward line there are so many different ways you can go this could take a while to go for everything so i'll try and do it quickly i think in burmo should be right up the top of most people's list because although liverpool and arsenal at home uh, in the next two game weeks aren't great you will want him i think from game week 14 onwards so you could just save yourself a transfer i appreciate that's not that exciting because of the next two fixtures so if you want to stick around his price you got saka but of course you're now taking a risk that he's available for game week 12 i cannot tell you whether he definitely is or not um if you really wanted to take a punt for a little bit more money You've got Bruno Fernandez, 8.3 million, but he's on four yellow cards. So even with Luton at home, Everton away, it doesn't feel worth that risk. Because if he picks up a yellow against Luton, he's gonna miss that Everton game, then you've got Newcastle away and Chelsea at home. So that doesn't feel great either. So I think unless there's someone I'm missing out, which there probably is, I think you're probably going down in price to the six point five million ish midfielders. I guess actually someone I shouldn't forget is Bowen. I actually really like Bowen as a replacement. Some people are going to look at Martinelli. I like that as a short-term move. The next four fixtures for Arsenal are really good. I would definitely look at that as a big differential. But Bowen is actually, one of the, again, one of the top options I would look at because they've got Forrest at home this week, then it's Burnley away, then it's Palace at home. That's pretty good. they got Spurs away, who are going to be missing Van de Ven. Although they will have three of the other four first-choice um, back four available at that point but then it's Fulham away Wolves at home but also after that little run although they've got Man United at home Arsenal away Brighton home that is over Christmas when we are going to be slightly worried about rotation for some players but not for someone like Jared Bowen this guy just plays 90 minutes every single week and that can be kind of useful because when you get to those midweek game weeks and the slightly congested period around Christmas There will be issues in your team to deal with. And unless Bowen gets injured, you know he's going to play. So I'd actually put him right up there as one of the best options to go for in terms of long-term thinking. Martínez might be better for the next four, but I'm not sure he's better for the next six to eight game weeks. So definitely think about Bowen. The other option would be to shift money around. So you could go down. I haven't got Madison, but let's just use Saka as an example, right? You could go from Madison to Eze who's only 6.1 million, got four pretty good fixtures in front of him and then use that extra money to bolster your forward line so I could do Joao Pedro to Darwin Núñez or bolster your defensive line. And this is one move that I really like is getting Trippier back if you don't already own him. Now, this isn't <laughs> this isn't me changing my mind on Trippier. I'm not particularly panicked about him, but I'll tell you why I'm thinking about him more now than I was last week because of the it feels like the amount of issues with the cheap defenders, like Gabriel, probably fine, but we now know he can miss games. Simicast probably not fine. He is now a bit of a headache, and I'm going to talk about him in a minute as well. But with Trippier, you've got someone you can just play every single week. You know he's going to play. Newcastle defence is great, even if you don't like the fixtures in the short term because of Chelsea and Man United and Spurs. Longer term, they're pretty good. He covers blank gaming K team really well, and you just don't see him missing a game unless he's. Unless he's injured. So I would be quite tempted to do a move like that if you don't own Trippier and you can get to him. You might not have the funds to do it, but it's definitely something to consider. Because you just put Trippier in, you play him every single week, and you just have to worry about two other defenders. And I don't know about you, but as someone that doesn't have Trippier and wants to get rid of Simicass, unless you can afford to go to like a Saliba it's really hard to find who the next best option is. There's always like a worry over minutes, a worry over fixtures, or just something that just doesn't sit right. So that is something else I would consider. So unless you're going to Trippier, I would look at probably Bowen. Maybe Bowen is the best option. And then probably in Burma as well. Like Martinelli is a differential. Fernandez probably not. Sacco would probably be a little bit too worried about. And I think that's it. Maybe Eze as well as a cheaper player. I wouldn't go for Diaby or Sterling or Douglas Luiz or Foden gordon is another player that could save you a lot of money to then go and put uh, extra money elsewhere that could work as well i think that's about it you've pretty much got your pick almost of midfielders i guess you could go to son as well if you don't own him so yeah issues for spurs i do think they become worse of course they it's not even that i think they do become worse without mickey van der ven and james madison but i don't think it's enough to put me or to worry me about someone like son or poro at the moment all right, let's talk about Brighton because they've got a lot of injuries at the moment, but also one of the best games on paper this week, Sheffield United at home. So some people might be looking to bring in some of their players. So in Deserbi's press conference today, he said it's unlikely that... Uh, Lewis Dunk or Estepinian will be fit for the game so if you've held on to Escherpinian or you were looking to bring him in for Sheffield United home he's probably not going to play he actually came on in the game against Ajax in the Europa League but about 10 minutes later had to go off so that's not ideal I don't know how long he's going to be out for we'll have to wait and see for another update Uh, with Dunk just in case anyone owns him or was looking to bring him in he seemed to have a bit of a groin issue in the first half he did play on, but then he was subbed at halftime. It's probably nothing major, but it does look like he's going to miss game week 12. So that's not ideal. I think in general, you've got to avoid uh, Brighton defensive options. There's just not enough that are nailed on. and The ones that you would want are injured. In terms of the attackers, if, like me, you own João Pedro, he played the full game against Ajax, that is not ideal for his minutes of the weekend. He's almost certainly going to get benched against Sheffield United. The players that most people will be looking to bring in are probably Matoma, Odingra or Evan Ferguson. I'd be really surprised if Ferguson doesn't start, and that is the one-week punt that I would want to go with for Brighton if you were looking for someone. He's 6 million. He keeps missing the Europa League games, keeps starting the game after that. Longer term, who knows who's going to play, right? Straight after the international break against Forest away. Will it be Ferguson? Will João Pedro and Fati play? We just don't know. But for this particular game, I would expect Ferguson to start. As a long-term option, there is definitely risks there. Uh, Odingor looks like a really nice cheap punt. I I think with him at the moment, though... Okay, you've got Sheffield United at home. But after that, the fixtures do get a little bit trickier. And when they get good again, they also get good for Chelsea. So I'd almost be tempted just to take Palmer because of the penalties over Adingra. But of course, if you need someone cheap and you want someone for Sheffield United at home, he is an option. And then you've got Matoma as well. The problem is, both Matoma and Adingra played the full game against Ajax. So is there now a chance that one or both of them could be rested against Sheffield United? It seems unlikely... That both will be rested because ultimately Brighton don't have many players to go for. I think the only real player that could play in that position is someone like Notte, right? But he hasn't had many minutes in the league: eleven minutes against Everton, nineteen against Fulham. Could he get thrown in against Sheffield United? Possibly. In which case, one of those two would miss out. I don't know who uh, it would be, um, but I. Uh, I think generally I would just avoid Brighton honestly like I've got Matoma so maybe I'm just being a pessimistic owner but if he's gonna get rested this could be the game to do it in the last time it happened was against Bournemouth at home Uh, and then after that like Forest away is okay but I've got to be honest there's a chance that I'll sell him to him Burmo next week and I'll definitely sell him by game week 14 and after that it's Brentford at home in 15 and then it's Burnley at home in 16 which is good But then it's Arsenal away, Palace away, Spurs at home, West Ham away. So I just feel like, I get it, right? You're picturing the big score from a Brighton player this week. And I'm going to keep Matoma, so I hope that happens. But if it doesn't happen, you're then left with a player that I don't think is fantastic moving forward. I just think there's better options in in and around those prices. So my overall feelings with Brighton are just ignore them. Because even someone like Pascal Gross, who would probably take penalties if Jean-Pedro is not on the pitch... You don't know where he's going to play. He played left back for a lot of the game last night. Now, they may move to a back three for the Sheffield United game, which straight away would move Gross further forward. But it would also move Matoma as a left wing back, potentially. So it's another reason I don't like him. So, yeah, my general thoughts on Brighton. If you want a one-week punt, I would go for Evan Ferguson. Outside of that, I'd probably avoid bringing their players in. But the majority of them, I wouldn't sell, though. If you've got a Dingo, you've got Matoma, you obviously play them. Jean-Pedro is a different... Uh, prospect altogether though, because he probably won't play. But I'll discuss that when I talk about my team. Okay, let's discuss Costas Simakas because just a couple of game weeks ago, in game week ten, it felt like he might be one of the best-valued defenders in the game. Then fast forward a couple of weeks, all of a sudden he feels like a massive headache. Now it's pretty simple if you don't own him, just don't buy him. There's no guarantee that he starts against Brentford, and I'll talk about that in a minute. Even if he does, like it's a good fixture, but it's not amazing. It's not Sheffield United or Luton at home or something like that. So there's not a massive need to have him for game week 12 anyway. And then in game week 13, straight after the international break, it's Man City away. So even if you didn't own him and you really wanted him, you should probably wait until game week 14 and just assess the situation then, see how many minutes he's got and stuff like that. If you do own him, you probably want to know whether he's going to start this week. So I can only give you my thoughts on it because obviously I don't know for sure. Now when I initially saw the lineup for the Europa League game, I was actually quite positive about Simicast because both him and Gomez started. Gomez played right back, Simakas played left back. And I was thinking, Gomez has just played 90 minutes against Luton. If he also plays 90 minutes tonight, is he then going to go and play 90 against Brentford? Probably not. It's obviously possible. Lots of players play midweek, weekend, midweek, etc. But I thought it was less likely, especially if Simakas came off early, around the sixty or 70th minute. So that was my thoughts before the game. The problem is, during the game... Simakas made a massive mistake I think it was for the first goal so that's not great and then he did come off early and Gomez did play the full 90 minutes the problem is Simakas got hooked at half time and they brought on like Trent so Trent played right back and Gomez went over to that left back spot so when they're trying to win a game right they take off what should be their more attacking left back and they put Gomez there instead that cannot be a good sign now Do I go with my initial thoughts that Simakas off early and Gomez playing 90 is a good thing? Or do I now go with my reassessed thoughts where he hasn't played well, he's made a mistake, then got hooked at half time? I just don't know whether he's going to start against Brentford. I'm not. And this is the. I guess this is the problem with owning him right now. You cannot be sure week to week. And when he doesn't play, he almost always comes on. So you get that cameo as well. So I would say if you've got him and you've got other fires to put out and you don't have a good bench. I would play him and risk him but start thinking about what you're going to do with him long term if you've got someone on the bench that is decent with a good fixture that you know is going to start i would probably just play them instead so for my team for example which i'll talk a little bit more about uh, or sorry talk a bit more detail about later on i have got the choice between gay at crystal palace playing everton at home or simacast at home to brentford now if you told me that simacast was going to get at least 60 minutes in that game i would play him because i think he's generally more attacking but i can't guarantee if he's going to start so i'm going to go with a defender where i can guarantee that right mark gay just doesn't miss out unless he's injured and we've got no word that that is the case so i think it depends what your situation is if you're looking at your team and you've got two free transfers and not really much else to do even if you're not playing simicast i would be tempted to just deal with him right move him on to someone else that's good for your team long term and just not have this constant headache. The problem is, if he does play uh, enough, he could be good, right? Fulham at home in 14, Sheffield United away in 15, Palace away in 16. But I'm now asking myself, is he so good that I need this headache every single week? And again, just to go back over it, we are coming into this kind of December period where there are going to be more matches. We are going to get... I'm not saying we get more injuries, but injuries are going to continue to happen, just like we saw with Madison and Van Der Ven. And we're going to have stuff to deal with. I don't also want the headache of having players I don't even know if they're going to start. So for a lot of you, if you're owning, you probably just start him this week. If you've got someone good on the bench, play them instead. And if you don't own him, just enjoy that the rest of us are having this problem and go for someone else instead. So just quickly on Matty Cash, Aston Villa had the Europa Conference League game last night and he was part of the squad. We already knew he was back in training at that point. Now, he was a substitute, but he did come on and get some minutes. So that's all good news. And it's not like it was a completely full-strength side and he was the only one that missed out because Douglas Luiz and Pau Torres were also on the bench. So he didn't pick up any other injuries as far as we know. He should be fine for Fulham at home in game week 12. And the other positive, which makes me think he'll definitely be in that start at 11, is at some point in the Premier League, we might see them go with three centre-backs, plus obviously one of their left-backs in Luka Dean and Moreno, and they actually sort of did that last night. They had Conza Carlos and Lengle who played instead of uh, Pau Torres, and then Luka Dean left-back. So at some point that could happen, where it's Conza Carlos and Pau Torres with Moreno or Luka Dean, but Carlos picked up a bit of a knock last night, so he's not even... Uh, assured to play in game week 12 so I'm almost certain Matty Cash is going to play what you do with him after that obviously you can all assess that individually it spurs away in 13 which might not look as bad as it did before these injuries and suspensions and then it's Bournemouth away in 14 so I would say two of the next three are pretty good there's now no rush to rush to get him out especially when there is it feels like at least there's a bit of a lack of other defenders to go to. So just reassess after this week and after the international break. But Matty Cash for game week 12 should be fine. All right, let's get into some of your questions. So who do you prefer, Burma or Matoma? In other words, form or fixture? Now, I don't particularly care about form or anything like that. Generally, I'm not saying it doesn't affect me at all, but it's not something I try to think about. If a player's got a good track record, good underlying stats and good fixtures, that's really enough for me. On this one, though, and I kind of already touched on it, my worries with Matoma are that for Sheffield United at home, there is a chance that he could be rested. I'm not saying it's a huge chance, right? It's probably only small, but it's there. There's also a chance that he might play as a left-wing back. That might not matter against a team like Sheffield United, but it's still not as good as playing left-wing. So there's a couple of doubts there, and I just think after this week, Burmo is the better option, right? Even with Arsenal at home in game week 14, I'm not sure he's that much worse the matoma against forest away especially with penalties and guaranteed minutes and from 14 onwards I definitely want him. So this one's simple for me. But well, it's not simple because Brighton are playing Sheffield United at home, but I do think the answer is probably in burmo because if you buy matoma unless you get a big haul this week, you're then possibly not even up on points, but then you've got to use another transfer to get in burmo later. Obviously, if you don't want to bur in burmo for that in at home game in 14 and the fixtures afterwards, then you could go for Matoma. But for me, if I was picking again, I'd go for in Burma, I think. So if you were going for a Newcastle defender under 4.5 million, who would you go for? Lascelles or Liveramento? Now, this is how I view it. With Lascelles, I feel like you've got security of starts until Botman is back. So obviously there's some risk there because we don't know how long Botman's out for. But while he is, I think Lascelles is always going to start when he's fit and available yes they got a couple of other centre backs they could use but there's been so many changes in that back four i think when he's fit and available eddie howe is not going to change that but you probably have less kind of attacking potential whereas with have liveramento maybe slightly more worries over his minutes but when he does play he's more likely to get you a goal or an assist it's not that lascelles can't score from set pieces he's done it plenty of times before but i feel like if they were both starting a good fixture you'd put your money on Liveramento to get you that attack and return. So that's kind of what you're looking at. There's a slight difference in price. LaSalle's is 4 million, Liveramento is 4.3, but it probably doesn't make a huge difference uh, to most people's transfers. If I had to go for one right now, I'd probably go for the safety in LaSalle's, but I feel like I could, over the next kind of 12 hours, talk myself into Liveramento because he is just a bit more exciting. The reason I'm worried about Liveramento's minutes slightly, not massively, but slightly Uh, and i'm sure most newcastle fans would say he's ahead of lewis hall in the pecking order which i would agree with it's just because of what happened in that champions league game so all of trippier lewis hall and livermento started livermento started on right wing Trippier was right back lewis hall was left back by the way lewis hall has got one of those names where you can't just say hall i can't say livermento trippier and hall it's got to be lewis hall every single time it's a bit like ben white or reese james you never say white or james but anyway we're going off on a tangent here Uh, and in that game Lewis Hall came off at halftime with a yellow card. Liveramento went to right back, Trippier went to left back. Happy days, 4.3 million defender attacking in that right back spot. But during the game, Trippier moved back to the right and Liveramento played left back. Now, he can still be attacking in that role, but anyhow said, the reason that he did it, uh, let me just find it here. Oh, yeah, is because Kieran Trippier is such an important player for us. His range of passing on that right foot is such a valuable weapon. We were just looking for a solution on the day, really, to try and perform better. So it kind of seems like Eddie Howe is prepared to play Trippier on the left and Livermanto on the right. But he'd probably rather have, where possible, Trippier as the right-back, just where he normally plays. Now, of course, that does mean Livermanto can play left-back instead. But it also means Lewis Hall can play in that position as well, as we saw against Dortmund, where he started in that role. So that's all there really is for me. I think Liverpool will definitely get more starts than Lewis Hall over the next six weeks. And when they play Chelsea in game week 13, remember that Hall is on loan. I just said Hall, by the way, instead of Lewis Hall. He is on loan, so he couldn't play that game anyway. But it's just for the next five to six weeks, do you want that worry every single week? Some of you might see it as it's not a worry. Liverpool will just play. But I think there's enough there where you just save the point three and go for LaSalle's instead. It might be the Botman's back in a month, and then that's annoying. But that is probably where I would go right now. But it's quite a close call. So lots of people ask this question, would you sell Son to get Saka in? And I guess from what we've heard in the press conferences so far, probably not now, because there is a small doubt about Saka. For what it's worth, I do think that he'll play, but there's probably enough doubt there to not make that switch. If both players were fully fit and available, we knew they were going to start the weekend, I still don't know if I would make that switch, because Saka definitely has better fixtures over the next four, and he may well take a penalty, we just don't know with him but with Son I think he's got higher goal threat even with the slightly more difficult fixtures he's almost certainly on penalties now as well I just feel like that's such a luxury move that I probably wouldn't make it Madison to Saka that would have looked good with or without the Madison injury but Son out I'm just not so sure I think he's just such a good pick right now I wouldn't want to do it it just feels so luxury there's probably something else in most people's squads worth doing instead so yeah given the press conferences especially I wouldn't make that move so i'm going to end by talking about my own team and i will warn you that although i think my team looks pretty good on paper this week and i've got two free transfers to deal with any issues there are quite a few things to consider and lots of different moves that i can make so this is probably going to turn into a bit of a ramble if you don't want to hear that feel free to switch off now and i'll catch you tomorrow at 9 30 a.m uk time for the deadline stream for anyone that does want to listen to my ramblings let's go through it so this is how the team is set up 343 currently although i think there's very little chance that actually sticks by the deadline i've got ariola in goal against forest at home cash against fulham at home gay against everton at home and Gabrielle against burnley at home i'm pretty confident that all of those players will play and they've all got pretty good fixtures then i got matoma against sheffield United at home i've spoken about him a bit already possible chance of being rested but it's such a good fixture i'm not going to get rid of him salah is my captain i don't see me changing that i've got son against wolves away saka against burnley at home and then up front, is Jao Pedro against Sheffield United at home. I'm almost certain he is going to get benched. He may get 20, 30 minutes off the bench. That might be enough. But he's definitely not going to start, I don't think. Then it's Haaland against Chelsea away, who's now my vice-captain. Because I don't want to go for Saka because of the, um, obviously, slight doubts there. And then Watkins against Fulham at home. I've got Turner on the bench, who's lost his place. Palmer against Man City at home. Simicast against Brentford at home. Taylor against Arsenal away. Now, where are there some possible issues... Gabriel, will he get the odd bench in? I'm not massively worried about that, but it's in the back of my mind that it could happen. I'd much rather have Saliba, but he's now 5.3 million. Matoma, I want to sell to him, That is going to happen. It's just a case of when. Son, I think I've kind of made my decision to hold him despite what's happened with Madison. Obviously, I can reassess and change my mind. I'll watch Wolves away, I'll watch Villa at home. If Spurs look awful and Son's getting no chances, then maybe I sell him right after that but I think I need to at least give him a chance. I think what he potentially offers is too good. João Pedro, probably not going to start uh, this week. And obviously, it's a constant headache moving forward because if the pattern of him missing a game, playing a game, missing a game, playing a game continued, then i know exactly when he was going to play over Christmas, when Europa League stops, but they still have midweek matches. But it's not going to be that simple, and he's always going to come on. Uh, and then on the bench, Simakas is definitely a headache. Now, one of the moves I could make is quite simply going from Joao pedro to edouard who's only 0.2 million more i've got 0.6 million in the bank and i actually kind of like that move and i also think it doesn't like basically i'd like to roll the transfer if i can right? i've got two free transfers it doesn't leave me too stuck in game week 13 because although the fixtures for defenders aren't great gay for crystal palace has got loot in the way i'm more than happy to play him gabriel has got Brentford away, which isn't great on paper when you look at the fixtures for Game Week 13, there aren't many defenders with outstanding fixtures anyway. And if I buy Saliba, I would play him. So why is Gabriel an issue? And then I could play Cash against Spurs away or Taylor against West Ham at home, right? It's not amazing, but it could could work. So I don't necessarily need a defender transfer next week either. But I've still got in my head that Simicass is going to have to go at some point. Now with Eduard... He's got Everton at home, Luton away, West Ham and Bo- away and Bournemouth at home. So next four fixtures are pretty good. Brighton, away, Brighton at home sorry, in game week 18 for the blank game week. So that will be useful to have someone off my bench. Is he a great player? Not really. His underlying numbers are okay. One person who I was chatting to yesterday did put into my mind that maybe he could be on penalties. Now I know we all think it's Eze and it almost certainly is. Right? I'm like 95% sure it'll be Eze. He's only ever taken one. And that was when Zaha was on the pitch, who was the main penalty taker, but Edouard wasn't. And Edouard has taken one for Palace as well. So they've both taken one each, and he's also taken more penalties in his career. So there is an outside chance, like 5%, that he could take penalties ahead of Eze. And if he did for 5.5 million as a a backup option, I would kind of like that. But if I decide to either keep João Pedro or Edouard... That does leave a bit of money locked in that bench spot, which could just be Archer. Now, if I go to Archer instead, who I wouldn't play this week, but obviously he'd be around for future weeks, that opens up 1.4 million to be spent elsewhere. So for that, I could do Simicast straight to Saliba and then just play 4-4-2 this week. So I'd have exactly the same team I just talked about, but I'd drop Zhao Pedro to Archer and Archer would get benched. And I would play double Arsenal defence against Burnley, which I think is pretty good. And is just a solid option over the next few weeks. And because of what I would perceive as the amount of defender headaches, maybe it's just worth getting in a solid player like that. And also, by the way, still having 0.6 million in the bank to play around with later on. That might make that might allow me to make a different move. So if I wanted to do Taylor to Lascelles or Taylor to Liveromento later on, I'd be able to afford that, as well as doing Matoma to Imbermo right so I could do that move that is probably starting to get as one that's probably starting to get up to one of my favorite moves this week that double change to get Saliba I just really want to roll if I can now if I wanted to get rid of Simicast for an Arsenal defender and not get rid of Jao Pedro I could do Simicast to Zinchenko that is definitely an option but then I've got two Arsenal defenders I'm never quite sure about and I'm just kind of being a cheapskate basically to not get saliba but it would only be one transfer and i think he will definitely play against bernie at home i think it's the harder fixtures that tommy asu might come in for the problem is though with that move it leaves me 0.1 million short to get in burma because he's 6.8 and matoma 6.5 of course later on by gaming's 13 or 14 i could make a downgrade somewhere else but do i want to set myself up with that i don't think so right So I quite like the Saliba move. A couple of other things that I've looked at is Saka down to Eze. And I've got to be honest, if Saka was ruled out this weekend, I'd be very tempted by this because I do think he's a great long-term option, but I don't think he's essential or anything like that. So Saka down to Eze, who's obviously got the same good fixtures I spoke about with Eduard, that will give me enough money to go from Simicass to Trippier and would leave me enough money to do Matoma to Imbermo. And I could just hold on to Eze in the short term and like i spoke about earlier it's not that i think trippy is now essential when i didn't think that the week before but it does just mean i play him every single week and i only need two other defenders right so that's kind of quite a nice thing but i just don't think i can drop saka when he's got bernie at home and i think he will probably start but i think overall that's quite a nice position to be in because i could even um, go from matoma to imbermo and if prices were kind to me it would still leave me enough money to go Joao pedro to eduard as well so although losing saka wouldn't be great overall i think my squad is a lot better i've got 50 sorry forget about turner i've got 14 playing players and the weak link is Taylor. but at least he's getting minutes right so every week i'm playing one of Eduardo or palmer and i'm playing trippier every single week because why would you ever bench him unless it was like Man City away or something so they're the main moves that I'm looking at I don't think I can sell Saka unless we get news that he's ruled out I think the I think my I think the best move is probably the Saliba one get rid of Jao Pedro be done with that headache get Archer in hopefully he plays in game week 18 outside that I never play him but it gives me more funds to spend and I just get Saliba in as a solid option yes it uses two free transfers but it sets me up pretty well for the next four weeks. I think my number two move is Jao Pedro to Eduard. And it's, it's almost gotten to the point where I've kind of talked myself into wanting to do that, even if I don't necessarily think it's the best move for my team. I just think now if Jao Pedro scores, that's going to really frustrate me because I have given him so much thought. Uh, sorry, Eduard, if he scores, I've given it so much thought. But I, I don't know. Something tells me just get, get Saliba and get Archer and be done with it because usually I would roll like with a team that has Archer on the bench for maximum money spent in the 11 it's only because I thought João Pedro would get more minutes that I thought he could be a nice option but I've misjudged that I got the minutes completely wrong and this constant benching after a Europa League game is just not good so it's kind of do I want that better squad player in Eduard? Or do I want to cheapen that position and just get Saliba in? I think Saliba's probably the right option. I'm just trying to think if there's anything else that I've considered this week. There probably is, but I'm not sure there's... I don't think any of them are major. I'm just going to double-check. I tweeted about it earlier. Um, yeah, João Pedro to Edward, João Pedro and Taylor or Simicast to Archer and Saliba. I mean, Simicast. I don't have to go straight to an Arsenal defender. I could just do Simicast to Lascelles or Liveramento and play them ahead of Jao Pedro, and just deal with him later on. I think the one thing I've got to keep reminding myself of, and I know this is boring, because not many people own this guy, but Jao Pedro is just generally a more expensive bench player. So let's just pretend that Simakas is a Newcastle defender. I could just play 4-4-2, and worry about Jao Pedro later. Because if at some point, you know, Ferguson gets injured, or Lallana gets injured, so suddenly Jao Pedro's got much higher chance of starting, and he's on penalties for less than 5.5. So... That's why I'm not. But I think most people would look at my team and think you've got to get rid of him. But I have got other options to go for, and that's about it. Yeah, I think that's it. So I know that's probably not been that helpful, but I think sometimes it's good to hear what someone's thoughts are about their own team. Might help you with your own. I think to boil it down, I want to try and get options. I know are definitely going to start. Because I think over the next few weeks there's going to be more injuries, Black Gaming K-18 to worry about. That is my main aim. If I can do it with one free transfer, great. If I have to use two, that's what I'm going to do. So I'll leave it there. I think... Right now, Archer and Salibran is the best move. I just don't know if I'm going to do it. If you enjoyed that video, make sure to give it a like. Hit that subscribe button. I'm back for the deadline stream uh, tomorrow at 9.30am UK time. If you're listening on podcast, come over to YouTube and join me for that. Also, make sure to rate five stars. Otherwise, good luck in Game Week 12. It's international break afterwards. So i have a knee-jerk stream on Sunday. I'll do an early thoughts video on Monday, and then we'll see after that. So enjoy your weekend. Hopefully, we all get lots of points. I'll catch you again soon.